What is up, commuters? It is the favorite time of the day with Ryan and Connor. Connor, how you doing tonight? Uh, you know what? I'm ready to cut down on yesterday's 65 minutes. I'll yeah, tell you that right yeah, now. That, that, we, we, we did go on a little bit, but uh, <laughs> we're definitely going to cut back on today. We have our phones out watching the time, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the uh, Monday Night Football recap. Connor, did you, uh, did you watch it? Um, yeah, I watched it after after we got out of here last night doing doing our pilot show. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, Detroit was up ten to nothing, and I think it became thirteen nothing before the Packers got on the board. And man, they got to feel like they missed an opportunity early in that game because they they were one for three or four in the red zone. Um, and I mean, we could talk about the officiating that happened late in the game all all day, but yeah. Um, Man, that you you got to think they they would have liked to have been up twenty one nothing because they you know it, it's they they've got some demons with Green Bay and it seems like seems like Aaron Rodgers is is especially hard on them in particular. So um, just looking at the numbers though, it didn't seem like it was. I mean, the Packers out out uh, drove them. I mean, they had most yards. Yeah, by yeah, they did. Um, uh, they they turned the ball over three times and mm-hmm. that was big. They had that muffed punt. Um, Rodgers threw an interception in the end zone that can't be attributed to him because yeah. it went off the receiver's hands. So, um, I also saw that they rushed for 170, the Packers did, but uh, Aaron Jones didn't do that. Yeah, it was mostly Williams today. and, and um, Coming back from concussion. Yeah, so that's that's a, that's a nice one-two punch that they have. And, and, and yeah, I don't I don't know that – I don't think it was as close as a, as a one-point game. Yeah. Kind of like um, on Sunday with Houston that, that only won by a touchdown in Kansas City. It's kind of the same deal here that Green Bay had – something like 150 more yards yeah 22 first downs compared to the lions 13 as well so yeah i mean aaron Rodgers didn't I mean, he didn't have anybody to throw to last night yeah, yeah. He, he didn't get any help from from anybody and and allison got hurt real early um he didn't have Devonte adams obviously so did you I see mean, the, did you see jamal williams go down early like he could have ran in for a touchdown but he went oh down yeah yeah i did smart. that was yeah that was real smart it reminded me of um uh, that Giants, the second Super Bowl that the Giants mm-hmm. beat New England. Um, I Re- can't remember if that would have been really relying on Mason Crosby, though. That's, I mean, it, it, yeah, it was, it was a chip it, shot. Yeah, but. I mean, they, I mean, they just wanted to, to run the clock out, which they did really well because that drive started with something like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. But yeah, that's way too much time for Rodgers. Yeah, um, but I mean, overall, the, it was that, a good game. With, yeah, it was, but with, the, I mean, with the caveat that it was twenty-two to thirteen. Yeah, when that first hands to the face penalty happened. Yeah. And- Kerryon Johnson um, was not anywhere to be seen. He had a touchdown early, rushing touchdown, but I think he ended up with 30 rushing yards, and we were just talking about him yesterday. Yeah, we talked about the balance that they don't have, and, and I think that was part of it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they just they shot themselves in the foot in the red zone. Those two hands-to-the-face penalties were just egregious that, yeah. that ruined their chances, one, of holding onto the lead, two, of maybe driving for a field goal late. But um, Matt Prater was 5-for-5. Five five. That was good. That was a nice touch for them. Yeah. But – again kind of points to um their lack of success in the red zone which like i said they could have really kind of kind of new york jets-esque and Mm -hmm. and jump out to a big lead um and just another little bit of nfl news just sorry i cut you off right there but uh, marcus peters actually just got traded to the ravens in exchange for linebacker kenny young i thought it was someone else but uh ian rapport just reported what do you think about that 
Um, I'm, I'm makes the Ravens pretty good. Yeah, it does. It, it really helps out that secondary. I'm, was he struggling for the Rams? I, I didn't I, think so. I mean, that was one he's of the a pro bowler. Yeah, one of the few names that I knew in that in that secondary, and, mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of surprised that that the Rams have already given up on him. But yeah, um, what, who did you say they got for that? Kenny Young, linebacker. Not sure. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But they but must see, they must see something, and they got a pick too, right? A second second rounder or a sixth rounder or something. I thought I th- it says uh, the Rams later confirmed the transaction, which included an undisclosed 2020 draft pick as well. Okay, so now well, maybe they got a little more value than they thought. I'm I'm, I'm interested to, to to see if that means that they've become sellers. I mean, we were just talking about yesterday how tough that division is. Yeah, three and three on the year, I believe, aren't they? Three and three? Um, yes, I believe so. That sounds right. Let me let me pull up the standings. But uh, yeah, they've still got a couple games left with Seattle, and mm-hmm. then they'll have another one that'll be in San Francisco. Yeah, they're three and three. So nice. um, a year after winning the Super Bowl, kind of some strange times over over in Los Angeles and I actually saw a picture yesterday of um the Coliseum and it was all red for that game. Yeah. And I was at, I was watching uh, Scott Van Pelt talk about how two teams is too many for Los Angeles and and he was saying how they went so long without a fan base that everybody there there are football fans there but they're fans of other teams now and, and mm-hmm. just moving teams to Los Angeles doesn't automatically convert them. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the Chargers and Rams both suffer from that big time. That's five minutes on the nose. So let's, yep, just, so let's just go we're ahead. Doing good. And, oh, you uh, can hear my timer in the microphone. <laughs> let's just go ahead. So and, see, uh, we're going to be a little more rigid today. Not going to be an hour and five minutes. We're going to go right around a half hour. There that's we go. Goal. That's so that's goal. number one. So we're going to go ahead and cover the NLCS recap from last night. Right yeah. now, the Astros up four nothing on the, on the uh, Yankees oh, wow, as they? well, Jeez. which is, I guess a little bit surprising. They were heavy favorites. Garrett Cole on the bump. So. Who pitched for New York today? Severino. Uh, yeah, see, I he's, mean, he's, 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 he's ace quality, but yeah, Injuries, coming yeah. back from injury, you never really know what you're going to get. But how about that game last night? Nationals whooped the Cardinals. Didn't <laughs> really have much of a chance. Yeah, from, no, they didn't. Um, I, I think we kind of had it fleshed out as a as a pitcher's duel more so than it was mm-hmm. i mean strasburg was was Lights very out. was really good the changeup was um, nasty 117 pitches he struck out 12 yeah including Gold, goldschmidt four times yeah goldschmidt fowler three yeah. times that's just not um, really like them so that we we, we kind of expected that a little bit um but flaherty needed to to dominate mm-hmm. and and he didn't no he um, uh, only went four plus maybe five plus he didn't make it into the sixth i know that four a four innings pitch yep yeah, and uh, and then the bullpen came in to not do really well. Webb yeah. gave up a home run early. Mm-hmm. Brebia gave up that two run double or RBI double to uh, Howie Kendrick. Yeah, back to back doubles. Let's talk about Howie Kendrick though. Let's do that. I, the man rakes. Does he not? Yeah, he does, and um, he didn't. Uh, he didn't qualify as a hitter this year. Didn't get enough at bats, mm-hmm. or he would have won the batting title far and away in the National League because he ended up something like three forty four, three forty four, seventeen homers, sixty two RBIs, like. And this guy was traded from the or from the or, sorry from the Phillies to the Nationals for Mackenzie Mills in 2017 with also international signing bonus money and they're getting him out of it. Yeah, um, you said that was in 17. I don't really remember. I do remember him being on the team last year, but they. Um, I think he had injuries as well. Not 100. And they sure. didn't. They didn't make the playoffs last year, did they? No, they did not. Um, because the wild card was in the central and the west, so it was just the Braves out of the east. So yeah, um, and he was the one that hit the grand slam. Yeah, he did. And the, and, and the narrative before that was he had kind of struggled in that series until that point. And um, 
I think it was just a matter of time. You hit 344 during the season. You're going to make some contributions on offense. But he had really struggled defensively against Los Angeles in the first, I mean, the first four games of that series. In fact, I, I think even in game five, if I'm remembering right, I think he had a couple of errors in that game before the Grand Slam that got them down 3 nothing. So mm-hmm. um, that's huge for them um, because – the middle of that lineup is is good with with Rendon and Soto. That's the big guns there. But you, you back it up with a guy that can can go the opposite way. Is is hitting gaps. Is hitting with two outs. Double machine. I mean, he's his his swing is he's he's in his mid to upper thirties. But man, his swing still looks real good. Yeah. So what do you think about tonight? He, Dakota Hudson versus I believe it's Corbin Patrick Corbin. Yeah. I mean, you think they sweep him? Think you think you know if it, if oh man, it's it's tough to say. Hudson's been pretty solid. Hudson has been good. Um, Corbin is no slouch himself. Question is, can the Cardinals hit? Yeah, that is the question. And and um, they have something like thirteen hits for the whole series in three games. You know, I think and and two runs, right? Two runs I total. So, yeah. I think. Yeah, they got shut out. And, they um, got one, one. and one in each. Yeah. Um, I think if it was, if it was any other team. Besides the Cardinals, I think maybe I would think that they would just roll over and get swept. But just because of the way they're built to where um, I think we can both agree that they're the least talented team left in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. they do so many things, little things they do so well. And, and you know, they and every team has this mentality, but they have the mentality that they're never out. And so, you know, you can kind of see how Mike Schilt in his first postseason, he would you know, he would be preaching, okay, let's let's continue to be ourselves. Let's take it one game at a time. Let's do this and that. So they really, um, their spark plug, Colton Wong, he's, he's the guy that really needs to get them going, I think. Yeah, and Fowler too. Fowler off the top, yep. Yeah, Fowler has has really struggled. And Goldschmidt's batting .083. I don't know if that's for the pull playoffs. That's just this, the yeah, that's just the series. Okay, because Fowler has zero, and so does Wong. Yeah, Fowler's only got two hits, I, I, I believe, in the yeah. playoffs. And, and that. Molina's batting one, 111, so. And yeah. Tommy Edmond, who seems to always get on base, is batting zero for the series as well. So, yeah, they I mean, and they t- they tried to change things up in Game Three because, um, man, every, it seemed like every time Jose Martinez pinch hit that he was getting on base mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He broke up the no hitter. Broke up the no hitter. Um, this the yeah the first one mm-hmm. and um, yeah I almost had two in a row. They got to the and yeah, so there. they had to put him in the lineup. They they lose a little bit on defense in right field because he's he looks pretty awkward out there. He's um, he's just a kook. He's kind of weird. Yeah, he is, but he's a great hitter. Very good. Um, good contact. Good contact guy, yeah. He doesn't um, look like a contact hitter. He looks no, like a he doesn't. He, he's really, he's a little, yeah, he's a little wild. A kook is a good word. He's 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 wild. He's eccentric in, in the box. He's very excitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I mean, we're coming up on the end of our five minutes here, but the last thing I'll say about that is they have to do the little things better than they did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and and two out hits aside, I mean, you can't, you can't stop base hits, you know, unless – you pitch better, obviously, but um, I think in the second inning they had Ozuna make a, an awful base running mistake, and that was while we were here. So I don't know if you saw that. Um, and then part of that three or four run fourth, what whatever inning that was, Ozuna dropped a fly ball that he slid for, and mm-hmm. I'm still blown away that he has a Gold Glove, by the way. But I mean, I they got they got to they got to play really tight. I was going to ask you, but we I know we're kind of running short on time in this segment. But I was going to say, do you think the Nationals with that starting three on their uh, starting lineup or their starting rotation that they have a chance of winning the world series with Scherzer. Yeah, they do. Sure. Anybody can, anybody can win a series in, in baseball, but um, I th- I just think you're right. It is a, it is a comparable starting rotation to, to the Astros, but 
the Astros lineup is just so deep. Yeah, for sure. Let's move on. Yeah, let's do. Let's go um, to the hard court. Yeah, so so um, yesterday we we went through the bottom third of the league, um, and that was teams 30 through 21 in, in power rankings for the upcoming NBA season, which mm-hmm. I think now starts in seven days. We couldn't figure that yeah. out yesterday. Okay, so 22nd. I believe it's the 22nd. Okay. So That's we've got that flushed out. So um, we're going to make this a double segment, so 10 minutes here, um, and we're both going to reveal – teams 20 through one and we're not going to go quite as in-depth as yesterday but we're gonna go um i'll just kick it off here with number 20 which which i alluded to yesterday was um was dallas and Mm -hmm. so you had already i put them at 21 yeah you had already kind of mentioned them and 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 you hit the key points that i wanted to talk about yesterday which was um the big thing for them the big determining factor will be the health of of porzingis and and how well he gels with Doncic. so I'm, i'm interested to see how that shakes out because if they if they do have the chemistry that that people think that they might, they could certainly be and, better than the twentieth. And best they could the they could easily do pull the uh, Joel Embiid treatment and rest them every once in yeah, a while too. Yeah, and, and if they're every, in a playoff position, I think they'll do that. So uh, who would you have down there? Twenty. Twenty. I have the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Um, so I uh, I still like. I mean, they they have the the big men, the Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond. Yeah. Reggie Jackson is pretty solid still. They just I they don't have. They don't have enough. They don't have enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Luke Kennard, I believe, is still there. I yeah. think he starts. He's, and he's 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 a pretty good shooter. More solid than people give credit yeah. for. Derrick Rose will, will give them nice scoring off the bench. Mm-hmm. I, just, I had forgotten they got Joe Johnson off the big three. That was the first. Really? The first, yeah. Did they, not see that. So he's he's going to play the three a little bit. But, yeah, I've got them 18 right around the same area. Um, might challenge for that, that bottom seed in, in the East again, but – they didn't make enough moves to mm-hmm. really change that at all. So where did you have where did you have them? I had them eighteen. 18 so okay. sandwiched in between them, I had Orlando at nineteen. Nineteen, I had the Kings. Okay, so we're we're in the same neighborhood because I've got them at seventeen. So, okay. um, and did you have the Magic somewhere around there? Magic, I have fifteen. Okay, so a little more a little more respect than I gave them, but um, they were a playoff team. They were a playoff team. They were the seventh the seed. Uh huh. And um, they just didn't do anything in the offseason. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so Mo while Mo. I think some teams in the East have improved, they kind of stood pat, which is kind of a byproduct of being in Orlando. You're not going to really get any star free agents. You kind of have to draft talent. So I've, I've got them kind of. So the Kings, um, though, the moves that they made uh, in the in the offseason, they went out and picked up Trevor Ariza. I think he's going to yeah. give them a good 3-D yeah. guy from mm-hmm. the corner. They went out and got Luke Walton as their head coach. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. Yes, they did. They got Harrison Barnes, too. Harrison Barnes. Marvin Bagley returning, De'Aaron Fox is yeah. All-star De'Aaron last Fox year. and Buddy Hield are going to make Fun. that team, and they mm-hmm. run. That team plays fast, and they got Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, one of the from, yeah. I think I think you're thinking of the one that used to play for the um, the Pacers. The Pacers. Was he, Bojan. Yeah, he's on a different team. Okay, but yeah, we'll get the to Bogdan. Him. But yeah, yeah. So they're an interesting team still. Um, kind of again, kind of bottoming out at the at the bottom of the West playoff picture, but. Didn't do enough in, a in years. free agency yeah. to exactly yeah. Trevor so Reza though, I do. They, they I are, do they're going to want to see what De'Aaron Fox, um, Buddy Heald, and, and Marvin Bagley bring to the table this mm-hmm. year. Okay, so that was my 17. So my 18 is you listed them way farther back yesterday. It was the Thunder, I think. Yeah, I had them 24. Okay. Um, so I just think, I mean, if Chris Paul plays, yeah, that and that's a big piece of it. I didn't yeah. know if he would be motivated, and they're kind of a wild card because they have you know they've got some Joe's nice players, out, yeah. but. Gildas Alexander, you listed yesterday. Yeah, Gallinari, Gallinari. So yeah, I, Stephen I, Adams. I, I if buy they that. Trade him. I buy that they'd be higher than twenty-four, but that's just kind of where they fell in mind. Um, so your seventeen was my seventeen is the Pacers. Wow. 
Do you have them a lot higher? I have them quite a bit higher. Yeah, so you did mention that they could. Uh, yeah. Make moves so what's what? What do you what do you see over there? Well, they did. Like you said yesterday, they they went out and got Jeremy Lamb and Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I, it all depends on if uh, Victor Oladipo comes back and is the way the player that he was. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And I I actually have them tenth. Okay. Um, because. Yeah, for I mean, for the reasons that you mentioned, and, and I'm I guess I'm more banking on, I mean, he's been out a long time, and he's going to be out for about half the year. So this yeah. is kind of a projection on what they may become. But I do like their big men. I, I like Miles Turner. Miles Turner is like a, a good player, and, and Sabonis is good too. Um, so the the new guys in the in the backcourt, which you mentioned, Brogdon and Jeremy Lamb, they also got T.J. Warren from Brother Phoenix say, who yep. can fill it up a little bit. So Jeremy Lamb's a big, he's a scorer. Yeah, I like, so I'm I like pretty optimistic on them. Um, Nate McMillan has always had a team that plays hard that's tough to play against so um i'm, I'm buying indiana this year so you've got them way down at 17 i've got them up at 10 who's your 17 then 17 i had sacramento okay which we already talked yeah. about so um my but, 16 is new orleans yeah i have new orleans as well okay. and, and and man i could see them being anywhere from top 10 to bottom 10 yep. really because yeah. you don't know what you get with zion who no disrespect to drew holiday but figures to be their best player at some point mm-hmm um, went out and got JJ Redick. They went out and drafted. Yeah, and they've got basically the the Lakers B team. Mm-hmm. Um, they drafted Alexander Walker from I believe went to Virginia Tech. Is that the right? Yeah, that sounds right. He, um, uh, I think he's going to be a good player. Lonzo Ball, like you said, they got Josh Hart. Brandon yeah, Ingram. so I mean, their starting lineup looks really nice, but they're not very deep. Yeah. So uh, young, the, very young, they're and very young. Quick. So the guys that that kind of fell into the cracks in Los Angeles a little bit are going to have to going to have to produce for them. Um, so we both got them at 16, 15. I've got Miami. I have the, the magic right there. Oh, okay. So you mentioned them yesterday. Yeah. So, um, I have Miami listed at 13, so it's pretty close. So we're right in the same neighborhood. The kind of the justification there is, um, white side's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, they missed the playoffs last year. Obviously they add Jimmy Butler. Um, I have, I have in my notes, Jimmy Butler has big shoes to fill after Wade has retired and not because Wade was a particularly big contributor in the last couple of years of his career, but because he's just been the guy, the in guy Miami. Exactly. Um, he was, he was pretty much the face of Miami basketball and, and, and now they have to move on because he's retired. So, um, I remember J- he's got, yeah, he's got a big role for them. Uh, on draft night, I mentioned that they were going that they got uh, Tyler hero and you yeah, weren't, and you weren't sold on him at the no, time, but I, he's looked good in preseason. Yeah. He, he and and he's he's got to contribute to the scoring because they like they lost Josh Richardson, mm-hmm. um, went to Philadelphia for Jimmy Butler. They got Justice Winslow returning, Bam Adebayo. Yeah, they and have he's shooters. gonna. Yeah, what so Tyler Hero is gonna have to develop. Into Goran's something. still there. Dragic, he's still. I think Dragic's still there. Yeah, I think he is too. Um, he's a starter. But again, player, another yeah. one of those teams that's fringe playoff and and might be kind of a log jam in that spot. So. Um, you had him 13. I've got him 15. We're so my 14 was the Raptors. Okay, I've got him 12. Okay, that's pretty close. Yeah. So I'm, Obviously, the biggest loss right, was Kawhi. Kawhi. And they lose Danny Green. And, and so we kind of know what we're going to get with Lowry. We know what we're going to get with Marcus All. Pascal, um, gonna, is it, he gonna... that's where it's going to – I mean, he's going to have to develop into a bona fide superstar because we've seen that Kyle Lowry can't really run a backcourt Especially by himself. He couldn't really do it with DeRozan there, so – um, I do like Fred Van Fred Van Vliet is going to have to be, yeah, a uh, Missouri Valley boy. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, watched, I have them 12. I watched so. Illinois State beat him. Well, court isn't time. that nice for you? Just on the court. It's fun. <laughs> um, so we're right right in the same area. I'll do 13 and 14 at the same time because we've okay. got about three minutes left here. We are cutting um, it close. 14, I've got Brooklyn. 
Um, I got them at 12. I, I'm not a big believer in, in a Kyrie-led team just because of the disappointment that was Boston last year. So he's going to have to show me that he can become the cornerstone of a franchise. And and we'll see how um, how Dinwiddie and, and... I like Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert, they, who, were, who were really great for them last year. We'll see what kind of role they he, have now with Kyrie there. He had that really bad injury where he like broke his leg or something like that. Yeah, and he and only, he, only missed like a couple months. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It was gross. Too. Dislocated ankle or something. Um, 13, I've got San Antonio. Um, so I have them a little higher. I have them at 10. Okay. Uh, pretty much by virtue of mm-hmm. Popovich. Greg Popovich. Um, they need, you know what you're getting in, in DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. They get Damari Carroll, who's a nice veteran presence, but they, they need guys like Murray and, and Walker to white, to, Derek white and Derek white to take a jump for them. And if there's any guy who can unlock potential in youth, it's, it's pop. So yep. that's why. Yeah. Um, they also are, I can't remember who they drafted. Um, Eubanks, Devin Eubanks, I think his name is. He went to Oregon State, I believe. He was He's a big guy. I think he's going to play some decent minutes. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they wouldn't draft somebody that wouldn't fit in with their culture, exactly. and that's why they're such a great organization. So um, I got 11. I got the Trailblazers. Yeah, so do I. Okay. Um, and it's and it's disappointing for them because they, they lost went Evan to Turner. the conference finals last year. They did lose Evan Turner. but And Myers Leonard. Yeah, they got that's Hassan huge. Whiteside. They got Pau mm-hmm. Gasol. Yeah, um, which is... But that doesn't really give you much. No, and in the playoffs, when when you need a basket, they're going to continue to just force feed Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, and I don't think that that's enough. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I've got them again. So ten, uh, I had the Spurs. Ten, you've got the Spurs. I have Indiana, who who we talked okay. about already. Nine, so I got the Celtics. I've got them seven. I actually have the Warriors, who were my title pick at nine. Um, and it's kind of the opposite of the Pacers that? in that <laughs> in that. That this is more so based on on how many injuries they have in the regular season. I don't expect there to be as much chemistry early on with with all the new faces and, for and the Celtics. Departures and no, oh, with for, Golden State. Okay, my bad. Um, for but, Cel- but the Celtics though, like they they went out and drafted Carson Edwards. They went out. I and knew got, I knew you were gonna say that. I, I love Carson he, Edwards. Yeah, he can Grant fill it Williams. Um, Taco Fall. Taco Fall. They drafted. Um, they so they lose Horford. They got Ennis Cantor, big, but they got Cantor and he and he's serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of bunch of defensive players, Jalen Brown, J- Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I mean Brown and and Jason Tatum have to have to improve. Let's and just fill up his last couple minutes or last minute or how much time we have left. We have ten seconds. We have ten seconds. I'm gonna go Warriors eight, Rockets seven. They did lose Gerald Green today, possibly for the whole season. They announced with okay. a foot injury, but still love that team with those two superstars. Six Jazz. Okay. Five Nuggets. Four Bucks. Three Seventy Sixers. Two Clippers, one Lakers. That's all depending on injuries. Okay, so um, yeah, we've got we've got mostly the same. Just kind of a couple of things that were swapped. The, the things that I have of note are I have Denver eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they punched above their weight class a little bit last year. They they kept most of their core together. Um, Jamal Murray's a borderline they're star. Good, I think. They're no, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're a good team, but Jazz. As far as top tier of the west i know they finished second in the west last year they have that crazy home court advantage that's always going to help them in the regular season yeah. i'm still not really buying denver i've got utah at five yeah that, that, they're the one that they're got gonna be, yeah um and and they added mike conley as well mm-hmm. and um i think that's going to take some of the load off donovan mitchell which he really needs um their interior defense is still incredible with gobert who hopefully gets an all-star nod this year it wasn't a huge loss but they lost grayson allen i don't i'm not sure where and, he went to yeah and they lost corver too corver yeah, um, two good shooters yeah but they've got Joe Ingles, who is a stud. Yeah, he's a he's wet. For and me. and and Spider Mitchell. 
Yeah. But so. he needs he needs to polish a little bit. And then our top four were the same, just in a different order. I've got the Bucks at number one, um, just because they they kind of they were the best record last year and they mm-hmm. kind of stood pat. Um, I've got Lakers Lakers two, Clippers three, Sixers four. So yeah, we were all in the same area there. So um, what? Uh, let's just wrap this up with with who do you think in the middle section? Who do you think has the most potential to surprise you, either direction? Um, I would I would say, oh man, the pace like I listed the Pacers. You listed a lot higher. Yeah, I've got so them higher. Yeah, so I I would buy I can see them. I, obviously, yeah, I would buy that. I mean, it's got to be New Orleans for me because or the Kings. I, the Kings. The Kings could be something, but that they're just not. They're going to be good. They're going to be better. They might end their 13 year playoff drought, but yeah, um, the West is is too deep this year for me but new orleans i mean it, it all depends on the development the east is up for grabs i feel i think everything's up for grabs yeah, at this point which is is more than you can it's say fun. than the past couple of years that is fun so um yeah we made it through that uh just a couple minutes over time which i don't think is the worst thing in the world not the worst um so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show tonight with two segments which will be 10 more minutes um two segments that will hopefully be become, we'll keep them quick become regulars as we as we continue, continue. to, to yep. make this podcast. So this, um, we're, we're going to do Connect 5 again. We're going to end the show with that. Um, so the second to last one, the penultimate segment here, will be uh, Lines We Like. Um, so Ryan and I, no, no stranger to the Betting lovely world. world of sports gambling. Um, so we're going to start the clock at five minutes here. Uh, he's going to give three lines. I don't know if you ended up doing this weekend. I did end up going with two NHL plays tonight and then one NFL play on Thursday. Okay, so we're going to alternate. I've got two myself, so we're going to go a minute each on that, and I'm starting the timer, so let's see your first one. I'll try to keep it pretty short. I like Golden uh, Golden Knights tonight, minus 135 at home versus the Predators. I know the Predators are pretty good. The Golden Knights just at home, I mean, they just don't lose. I I mean, they lose. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. They're, I mean, they've surprised me in how good of Consistent. a culture they've built yep. already, and this is year three. And with Flurry, uh, Flurry in the net, four and one this year. I, I, I think he continues it. I know Peke is a good player as long as he's in the net. They haven't announced, I guess, at this point when I recorded this podcast that Rene was in the net. But, yeah. Um, but I like, yeah, the, value. I I like the value. I buy that. Um, that's a good. That's a good home ice um, in Vegas and. Uh, I don't think Nashville is quite as good as as they have been, mm-hmm. especially the year that they went to the finals and got smoked by the Penguins. Um, so, yeah, I buy that Vegas at home. Uh, you said money line minus 135, minus something 135, like that. Yeah. Um, all right, so my first one is actually going to be Saturday. Um, and the uh, third Saturday in October rivalry game, we'll see the fresh off their first SEC win, Tennessee Volunteers have a, a significantly tougher challenge in going to Tuscaloosa and playing top-ranked Alabama, who... Um, if you guys don't know, Connor is a alumni. I am. I, I did go to Alabama, so I do watch them quite a bit. So um, Tennessee is really bad, which I don't think is a surprise to anyone. They did, uh, Yeah, the last week game was... Cr- I, they, they beat Mississippi State. They did, but they haven't won... But one road game in the SEC in the past two years, which shockingly they went to Auburn and won and beat a ranked Auburn team. Um, And I've seen Tennessee play Alabama close even when the spread was was high just because there's history between the programs as a rivalry game. But Alabama's got the best offense in their school's history. Um, This is the... 
probably the worst stretch in Tennessee football history. Um, I'm taking Crimson Tide minus 34 and a half, which is a good number. Give me five touchdowns. I'll take Alabama all day. Fair enough. My next pick for tonight is the Detroit Red Wings on the road. I know they're in Vancouver. Vancouver's got their backup goalie playing tonight, which his name is it crossed, Thatcher Demko. Oh, sure. Jonathan Bernier still still in net for the Red Wings, and the Red Wings are getting plus 135. I, I like the value. The Red Wings are 3-2 and two to start the year. Canucks are 2-2. Two and two. I can see the Red Wings going into uh, Vancouver and winning. Yeah. Um, I just don't. You know, you know me. I like I'm the backup not, goalie. I'm not a big road team better. Yeah. Um, I which, just like the fact that it's a backup goalie in it. Yeah. And, and Detroit has – obviously they saw their their long streak of making the playoffs and within the past few years. But they've kind of reloaded and they've got some nice young talent and I can see them um, kind of being a player in, in the Eastern Conference. So I don't hate that pick either. No doubt. Um, here, my second and final pick is – and I, just, I did just say that I don't like road teams. I just said that. So I'm going to go against the grain and, and follow another rule that I recently read, I think was on Reddit. Um, there was some statistic that in the past decade or, or some similar, um, length of time was that teams in college football that are newly ranked are awful against the spread in, in the week that, that they have played their first game as a ranked team. And so I was, I was kind of scanning the schedule for teams that fit that category. And I was, not shocked, but somewhat surprised to see that FCS Appalachian State is now number 24 in the country. And um, they'll be at home um, in a Sun Belt matchup against UL Monroe, who is 2-0 and in the conference, and, and Appalachian State is 5-0. and But um, the Mountaineers are, are minus 14 and a half. Um, and I don't know that I would have thought that this was as attractive of a pick if it wasn't one of those hot numbers. I give UL Monroe, I give them two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that rule pans out I'm, I'm hoping they keep it close and don't make me look silly um, fair enough so let's put a bow on it wrap it up with number five my last pick is going to be the chiefs minus three at the broncos on thursday night uh, i i think that that's not that's easily doable that i know they lost two in a row i just don't see them losing three in a row yeah the broncos I, are not that good they, they won two in a row but the, that's a tough the, place to play it is um and I and I and I would be hesitant to bet that as well if they hadn't lost two in a row because I think they come out with a renewed sense of urgency. And um, and they lost to the Texans and the Colts who have both been pretty decent. I know the like I said the Broncos just shut out the Titans, but the Titans end up going with Ryan Tannehill yeah, as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah Mariota got benched in that game and. Um, and they beat the Chargers, who are very surprisingly not doing as good this year. They're two and four. Yeah, after they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, so, I saw them. So a few surprises in the league. Um, yeah, uh, so Kansas City on the road. Uh, that's Thursday night in prime time. Let's, minus three. Let's yeah, that's it. All right, let's so wrap this up with that. That was right on five minutes. Let's let's move to the finale here, which is still the very famous a Connect five. One and zero. Connect five. One and zero. Yes, he's one and zero in this. Um, I'll say it again. Open ended trivia question, um, in which the rules will vary from from show to show. Um, but if you somehow manage to get through the first hour yesterday in what is supposed to be a half hour show um you would know that he successfully named 13 of the 15 national league home run leaders for the 2019 regular season i hinted uh that we may be in for an american league version today and i was not lying fair enough so we're going to start with the central again and i'm going to start the five minutes remember 
Um, three guests per team for you. Mm-hmm. You cannot miss three teams. I assume since we're both a little more familiar with the National League, this will be a little bit tougher unless you cheated because I kind of gave it away. I did not cheat. I went home and went to bed. <laughs> so I'm going to start the five-minute timer. We'll start with the Central, and we'll just go alphabetical order here. So the Crosstown uh, Chicago White Sox are number one for you. Let's go. It is gonna be. This is going to be tough. I, uh, I would say Mankata. Um, no. Moncada hit 25. The leader had 33. James McCann? Uh, McCann only hit 18. Wow. He hit, oh, probably uh, probably first baseman, big boy, yep. Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu had 33. I was hoping you wouldn't say Eloy, former former Cubs um, prospect who they R. traded R. in the Quintana deal, mm-hmm. um, had 31. So you're one for one. Um, he hit 31? He hit 31 home oh runs. Yeah, he didn't have a, have a high average, but uh, yeah, lots of home runs. All right, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah, that was probably Ooh, not Gene Martinez or Gene uh, Ramirez. Sorry, uh, Jose Ramirez now had twenty three. Um, yeah, uh, this one might be tough. That sounds tough. Hit thirty four home runs for them, and it's not Lindor. I'll give you that. Jeez, um, I'm running a blank on even who they even had. I know they had a good team. Yeah, they were decent. Um, you 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 you're yeah, got a minute I, off the clock I'll, already. I'll, I'll give up on this one. Uh, that would be Carlos Santana at Carlos 34 Santana. for them. Jeez. Very smooth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, oh, we've Carlos got uh, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, uh, that's another real tough one. I told you the AL was going to be tough. Yeah, especially how bad they are. A 47 um, win Detroit team. I'll I'll tell you that their their home run leader had 15. And it's not Miguel Cabrera. That's very unfortunate not, for you. Heimer Condelario. Uh, he hit eight. So, oh man. Listed as a first baseman, I definitely would not have. John Hicks? One. John Hicks uh, hit 13. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I'm, I'm running blanks again. It's uh, be a tough yeah, one. I thought you might take a shot in the dark with Nick Castellanos, who, who did hit 11 for them before getting traded and ended up would have led the team by quite, some, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, Brandon Dixon. Brandon Dixon. <laughs> that is a rough start for the American League, which. It is tougher. That's than the, and you can't miss three, and that's mm-hmm. the, you've missed two. You've got three minutes left. You need to run the table with the last do. with the last uh, twelve here. So um, we'll start with I, Kansas I City, who I know you know. Kansas City, George Solar. George, I know. Solar, I'm not old get, buddy George. There's one coming 48. up. I'm not going to get it. Um, let's go with Minnesota. That would either be Sanu. Uh, give me a second. But for some reason, ESPN decides to default to uh, no, not Sanu. The postseason um, instead of regular season. Max, Kep- Max Kepler? Uh, that would be Sano, by the way. Um, Kepler was second. Sano was third. Oh, gosh. Um, Might be a quick hook on today's Connect oh, 5. no, Nelson Cruz? Nelson Cruz had 41. Gee, is that boy Rick still? Yeah. He's, he, what, man. 30, high 30s? He's, he's, up, he's in his upper 30s, yeah. So three out of five in the Central. Um, need, need to run the table yeah, the rest of the way. Um, not going to get one. I'm going to skip the team that I think you're going to miss. Yeah. Um, oh. Let's go with the Yankees. Yankees probably. And that might be tougher than you'd think. I haven't seen it yet, but just because they had so many injuries, I, I do think it, it was Torres, 38. Was, uh, he, he 38? 38, yeah. Two a Cubs, lot of home runs. ex-Cubs, yep. him and Eloy. Um, how about Boston with a minute 45 to go? J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts. Uh, you're falling victim to the wife. Oh, page error. Oh, I'll pause the clock for you. <laughs> ESPN literally crashed, trying to prevent him from... I'm thinking J.D. Martinez or Mookie Betts, if not them. All right, I'm going to start. It is J.D. Martinez, 36. Okay. All right, so you've got the the Yankees and the Red Sox. Let's go to uh, Toronto. Uh, was it Vladdy Jr.? 
no. Not even close. Um, uh, no. Justin didn't. Smoke? Uh, no. I'll tell you it's a former Cardinal because I, I... Oh, Randall Gritchick. Randall Gritchick had 31. Unreal. It's hard to believe that. I would not have guessed that. Mm-hmm. I knew he was on the team. Would not have guessed that. Um, all right. So you got a gift there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's Appreciate go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That would probably be Austin Meadows. It crashed again. <laughs> I believe that would be Austin Meadows. <laughs> he had a good year. Literally ESPN crashed when I tried to click the Tampa Bay homepage. Um, ESPN is not sponsored by this podcast. Uh, it is awesome. Meadows had 33. Man, that that Chris Archer trade looks worse and worse. Yep. Man, Pittsburgh really. Um, yeah. All right, we gotta gotta finish up the East here with Baltimore. That's what I was gonna say. I skipped them on purpose. Mark Trumbo. Uh, Mark Trumbo. I don't think. Is he even on there anymore? He played 12 games this year. Oh my. Is it gonna be tough? Is it a household name? Um, it's one of the few Orioles that I was aware of. Yes. Uh, John Scope, Scoop. Uh, is he on the team anymore? No, he's not. Not Chris Davis. He had an awful year. Uh, I'm gonna forego the time limit today. That would have been time, but since we had a couple of technical difficulties, yes, yeah. uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm, still... I'm gonna let you drown with the Orioles. Can we come back to it? Yeah, we can come back to it. Because um, I don't think I'm gonna. Get yeah, it. we'll go to the West. Uh, um, Houston, we'll do. Either Bregman. It's got to be Bregman. Altuve or Springer. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, there's. Yeah, I was born with Bregman okay. at 41. Um, Angels. Trout. Or Otani. No, nothing Otani. Trout. Yeah, no, there's no way. It's got to be Trout. Man, ESPN is really struggling. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Trout, so I'm not even going to look. Uh, let's go with Oakland. Uh, probably Crush Davis. Crush Davis. Um, they have a lot of names. They though. do have a lot of names. Uh, oh, oh Mark boy. Canna. That was not one of the names I expected you to say. No, uh, Canna had twenty six. Uh, Chris Davis only had twenty three this year. So, so you've actually got you, you, there was a, a a tie at the top. So you've got a double chance. Robbie Grossman. Robbie Grossman had six. Jeez. The so, leaders so had thirty six. So that was three guesses. So you're officially one and one in yeah. the Canet five. Um. You could have said either Matt Chapman, Chapman or Matt Olson. Matt Olson. Both hit 36. Both Mats, yeah. um, the Orioles, you want to yeah, go back and take a shot at that one? Uh, that was Trey Mancini. Yeah. Had 35 for them, I think. Good. I don't watch a lot of Amazingly, Orioles. Amazingly, well, no. I mean, why would you watch the Orioles? I'm not sure. And then um, only two teams left. That would be Seattle and Texas. Seattle probably. Another former yeah. Cub. The third one. Dan on Vogelbach. Yeah, 30 for them. But Rangers. he did, did not hit up for a high average. Um, and Mazzara. then Texas, uh, Mazzara had 19 in limited time this year. Um, that's probably not Chen Chu Chu. Uh, he had one? 24, which surprises me, but yeah. uh, leader leader was at 30. I'm just going to And it know. wasn't Joey Gallo, which I yeah, he didn't play. Yeah, but he still hit 22 yeah. in 70 games. Easily would have been the home run leader. Um, this guy at the plate, let's just say he packs a punch. Oh. That's not. I thought that Mazzara was the one that punched that. It was uh, uh, no. no, it was. Uh, I know who you're talking about. But yeah. Let's just go ahead and who was it? Uh, that would be Rukned Odor. Yeah, Odor. Yeah. Um. Let's wrap this up. So let's do wrap this up. So I guess the 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 final thought on on the Connect Five would be, it's it's pretty obvious that he didn't cheat, which which is great for integrity. But you do fall to one and one, um, in in the segment. So. 
tough luck there. Uh, that w- I don't think I would have gotten a 13 couple. out of those 15 either. So Very difficult. Um, the Astros are an out away from winning. They're up 4-1. to one. Dang. Um, And Cardinals first pitch here in about 15 minutes. So, uh, yeah, let's... Any let's, final thoughts? Um, man, I... I still, I, I'm still, yesterday I said I was hopeful that it would be the Astros, Nationals, and the World Series. Today, I'm borderline sure that it will be. <laughs> um, obviously, 3-0 comeback has only happened once. Um, Astros are about to win, so that doesn't really seem fair, but, man, they're just, they're just too good. Both teams. Both teams are, I mean, I would yeah, not that's gonna be, the that's Yeah, that's going to be a good World Series. I mean, Houston will, will be favored if that is indeed the series that we get, but... Um, I'm optimistic that Washington can hold their own. So uh, let's see if they can close out the series tonight. That's uh, on TBS here in about 15 minutes. And cool. uh, So tomorrow we will be joined from my buddy Eric in Bloomington instead of Connor. Connor yeah, has no, no, Mondays no and Connor. Tuesdays. No Connor until next Monday, which it's kind of stinks. But Yeah, that sucks for the listener. Yeah, the chemistry because, is man. definitely there. Wow. <laughs> you hate to see it. But, uh, yeah, warm welcomes for him tomorrow. And uh, I'll be back with you on Monday. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you.